0: Alexander Yusek versus Tony Bellew Post-Fight Thoughts Dun 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 Hey guys, Fight Junkie here Before we jump into this next episode As usual, I want to remind you guys You can hit me up on Twitter At FightJunkieCom Listen to me on Anchor.fm And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel YouTube.com Slash FightJunkie2006 So the Bell U fight came off and it went pretty much how we expected it to. Again, if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can go ahead and click that icon in the upper right corner and that will link to the previous podcast fight prediction. Um, In the beginning, we were pretty much on the fence there if we thought Tony would be able to go the distance or if he was going to get stopped late. Ultimately, we liked the late stoppage. I even mentioned the 9 through 12 prop. Depending on what book you used and if it was available, um, USIC wins 9 through 12. I believe it was anywhere from like 4 to 1 up to like 450. So it was a really nice return. We almost got there. If it would have went to round 9, we were pretty much guaranteed to get the 9 through 12 because... There was just no way Tony was going to be able to do it. You could see probably from about the fourth round on, the tide had shifted. Everything had changed. And Yusek was slowly breaking him down. He was slowly wearing him down. I thought personally the writing was on the wall that he was going to get stopped. Ultimately, he did in the eighth round. Basically, with a big bomb, left hand, one punch, good night. And that was pretty much it. The thing that really gave me a bit of pause was how Tony decided to fight the entire fight. I don't think a lot of people expected him to use the boxing strategy to try to walk Yusek into a big shot. Um, After the fight, nothing, nothing was really said about that other than how many rounds he had won and how good he looked early and... What a magnificent game plan it was, even though that doesn't make sense because he lost. And I was just sitting there waiting, waiting, and waiting to see if we got anything from the camp or Tony himself about tactics in the fight. And then I found the video that explained it. Tony himself said that the reason he didn't go after Yusek was because he couldn't close the gap. He said the game plan throughout training camp was actually to go after Usyk, get inside and work his body. And that's exactly what we were talking about About in our previous podcast was Tony was going to have to come forward because he had said previously he couldn't outbox him. I don't think many people thought he had the boxing ability to outbox Usyk, especially for 12 rounds. And then we go to the fight and he's boxing and I'm like, what is going on here? Now, of course, the... Commentators were extremely biased That's one thing about these UK fights They don't hide it They tell you up front who they want to win And why they want to win I think it's outrageous that they do that Uh, Their scores I thought were the same Like They were giving Tony Every benefit of the doubt I thought uh, Paulie Malinaji said it clearly and, and right on the broadcast when he said, come on, guys, we can't look for every single reason to give a round to Tony, and that was accurate. You can't do that. They did do that. They were extremely biased going in. As far as the scorecards go, I believe one judge had Tony up by three, one had him up by one, and one was a draw. I take huge, huge issue with anybody trying to claim Tony Bellew was up by three rounds in that fight going into the eighth round. That is absurdity. There's no way, in my opinion, that he he was even up by one round. In my opinion, the best, the absolute best you can do is give Tony Bellew an even fight going into that last round before he was knocked out. I don't think... Anything beyond that, I I just, I just don't see it. I can't, I can't see it. And three rounds is certainly insane. That, that, that that's a problem. And we mentioned in the pre-fight podcast, a lot of people were concerned about Tony winning on the cards and a suspect decision. And I blew it off. I said, there's no way he's going to be able to win rounds consistently enough to even get to the scorecards and have a chance in a robbery. I just didn't see it happening. And then he, granted, he didn't make it. He only made it till eight. But those scorecards had me had me scratching my head thinking, man, oh, man, if this thing did go 12, we could have been totally off with the idea that maybe some shady stuff was going on because he certainly was not up by three rounds. And I even take issue with one round. I really do. I just don't see him being up. One round. When you look from the fourth round on, how the tide had changed. I think he won three rounds. Again, if you want to argue for, I probably won't put up too big of a fight. But really, in my opinion, he won three rounds, and after that, you could ju- you could see it. Not only was not only could you see it. Yusek was actually doing it. So you could see the way the fight was going. You could see the writing on the wall. You could see Tony wearing down. You could see uh, Yusek make the tactical change of throwing his left hand from throwing it straight to looping it. You could see all these things happening and you could see the results. He was actually landing. How do you think this all, all started? How do you think he broke Tony down? He didn't just break him down from pressure. He didn't just break him down from going forward. He broke him down from a combination of his pressure, his aggressiveness, and landing those powerful punches. Granted, like I said going into the fight, I didn't consider him a huge puncher. He got another knockout, but you can see. You can see how he broke Tony down. And then, of course, it was a one punch at the end, but it was an accumulation of shots that really wore Tony down, and the big punch put him away. But I thought it was ridiculous, the people that were were applauding him for those type of scores when he didn't earn those type of scores he fought a good fight don't get me wrong he did what he could for as long as he could he's a warrior he was gracious after the fight he put up a good fight he made Yusek fight a fight he didn't want to fight even though that wasn't the game plan but he adjusted as well as he could he said he figured out he couldn't get he couldn't catch him he said he was he just wasn't there. So the footwork from Yusek was giving him too much trouble for him to press the fight. And he knew he was going to get picked apart. So he adjusted on the fly. He did what he could. It didn't work. It's hard to adjust your game plan like that when you haven't trained. You know, you train to fight a certain way. You get in there. It's not going to work. And now all of a sudden you got to adjust. It's very difficult. So it's not like I'm talking trash about him. He certainly was going for greatness. I even said on social media, not everybody gets the opportunity to go for greatness. And he jumped at it. He went for it with everything he had, left every single thing in there, and has nothing to be ashamed about, no reason to hold his head down. He did, he did an amazing job. He just wasn't the better fighter, and he said that himself. I just thought it was ridiculous that, that people were saying those type of scores, and you had the biasness from the commentators, and then people talking about that game plan. That game plan only works. It's only good. It's only amazing. It's only stunning. It's only a a ridiculous upset if it works for 12 rounds. It wasn't a four-round fight. It wasn't an eight-round fight. It wasn't an 11-round fight. It was a 12-round fight. What he had to do, he had to do the entire night. As soon as he shifted tactics, that was it. Like You're all in on being able to outbox USEC. For the entire fight and he wasn't able to do it. And I think you saw that very early on. I think we fall into this trap of a pretty big underdog that not many people are given a chance as far as pundits go. uh, And he starts doing better than expected. And all of a sudden, it's like ridiculous commentary and biasness about how he's just, you know, amazing and doing so many great things. Did he win rounds? He certainly did win rounds. Was it as easy as what they were making out to be? Obviously not. Because those rounds he was winning, he was still taking damage. He was still under pressure. And you saw him all of a sudden hit a wall. Where do you think that came from? It came from the effective punches of USEC, of what he was doing in there that the commentators were totally ignoring. So I had a big problem with the commentators. I don't have any problem with the fans really that liked Tony. Uh even if they said it was even, I don't have a problem with that. If you're going three rounds, you know, even that one round, I have a problem with that as far as I don't believe it was winning the fight. But if you said it was close, you know, I'll I'll even go, you know, the even. Uh, A lot of people had uh, Usec up by a round. I think that's probably more fair, more accurate than Tony up by a round. But the three rounds—that's just crazy talk. Now we shouldn't even be—we shouldn't even be discussing that because that's just outright Looney Tune talk that he was up three rounds. Um, As far as the tactics and how that worked out for USEC, obviously you can tell he's not as comfortable going forward as he is moving backwards. That's obvious. He is a counter puncher. He likes the box, but he did do it. He did bite on his mouthpiece. He was able to go forward and solve the puzzle. Granted, it did take him probably about three rounds to really get comfortable and understand the shift he had to adjust. As Paulie pointed out, he was shooting the straight left, and Tony was slipping it. As soon as he went to the looping left, it started landing. These are things that tacticians may take time To understand because they're breaking it down in their mind as they're doing it. They're trying to find those little flaws from their opponent that they can take advantage of. And it looked like he really solved them in the fourth round. From the fourth round on, he really had a different offensive attack that was far more effective than anything he had done in the first three rounds. And really, I do chalk that up to him trying to figure it out, him trying to figure out his opponent. It's the same thing. They didn't expect Tony to box and move. So he also had to make an adjustment. Just like Tony made an awesome adjustment early on realizing he was going to get picked apart and laid out if he kept going forward and adjusted to a boxing uh, style that actually won him rounds, Yusek did the same thing. He immediately said, wait a minute here, I got to walk this guy down, otherwise I'm not going to be able to get off my offense because Tony was doing good stuff on the outside, especially early. So I thought you saw good adjustments from both guys. It was just... Yusek is a better fighter. He's at a different stage of his career, and Tony wasn't able to keep it up. He wasn't able to keep up the movement, and he wasn't able to adjust after the adjustment from Yusek about the the, uh, looping left hand. So he did what he could. He went out like a warrior. I thought it was a really good fight. It was entertaining, even even in the early first three rounds with Tony boxing a little more, and you didn't have so much offense from you and Tony wasn't doing that much more, but I do think he was winning the rounds and they weren't the most exciting rounds as far as like punch stats go, you know, amount of offense and huge punches and stuff like that. But it was intriguing because it was like a chess match. Like you could kind of see both guys trying to figure this out. Like, wait a minute. We both didn't expect to fight this way. How are we going to get this done? And that was on both sides. Like both sides, you could see the fighters thinking like, okay, how is this going to work and how long is this going to last? And over the course of time, class shows. And I think you saw that in that fight. You know, that happens in a lot of fights where you have fighters who maybe aren't as skilled. And they're able to keep up with whoever they're fighting for, you know, two rounds, three rounds, four rounds. Generally speaking, like after four rounds, you start to see class show. And I thought you saw that with the... um Tony fight, the USEC fight, I think you saw that, and he slowly shifted his uh, style, slowly, slowly shifted his tactics, and he was able to make adjustments, and Tony wasn't able to readjust from those adjustments, and you saw him getting hit a little bit more. Usyk started going to the body some more, and the big one was, of course, the the looping left. He switched that up, and once Yusick gets that jab going, and you saw that from round four on, where he really started to hit him with that jab, kind of move Tony over into that left hand, and then he would throw the looping left or maybe a body shot. You could see that the punches were starting to wear on Tony, and could it be too? You know, as far as the weight, Tony said he had an awesome camp, a great weight cut, but again. What is this? Two years, I believe, since he's been at Cruiser. So, of course, there could have been something along with that, too. You're fighting an awesome talent. He's hitting you with left hands to the head and body. You know, your body is going to take some wear and tear. He's 35 years old. He's had a good number of fights. So all these things add up. You know, there's a reason that Usyk was a big favorite when the books open. There's a reason that people bet on Tony. I mean, all the money was pretty much one-sided for most of the lines being open on Tony. And I get that. He's a great talker. He's uh, definitely confident in himself. Like we said, he came in awesome shape. There was no doubt he was going to give all he had. I said that going in, and I expected USEC to stop him late. And I still said he's in amazing shape. He's going to give it his all. He's, he's going to go out. If he's going to go out, he's going to go out throwing. And that's what he did. So on both sides, I don't think you can be disappointed. Tony went for greatness. It was his last fight. He wants to retire. He said he's done with his boxing career. I mean, he didn't get the win, but what a way to go out, man. You went, You went for it. You went for all four belts. You dropped down to a weight you hadn't fought at for two years. I don't think anybody can throw shade at Tony, even the way he fought. I have no problem with him adjusting, like he realized that as a fighter with experience that Yusek was just too good with his footwork. He said it like he goes, this guy is amazing. It's because of his feet. His feet are setting up all these punches, and that's a big thing people don't understand about boxing. They always look at the hands, and I tell everybody, man, the feet set up everything. It's the way, the way your power's distributed, the way you're in a proper form, the right position for defense and offense and counters. And and that's exactly what Tony was alluding to when he said U6 footwork was the real deal. And that's why he's as good as he is. So I have no problem with the fact that he had to adjust and go, wait a minute, I can't win this way. Let me try to win this way. It didn't work out and it probably wasn't going to work out either way. But for him to realize that early on is intelligent, in my opinion, because he knew he was going to get picked apart with the footwork of Usyk so he said let me try to run Usyk into something and it didn't work but hey he won three rounds in my opinion these crazy judges two of them had him up he was four rounds away from going the distance so you can't really fault him for the tactic change you have to really applaud him in my opinion for trying to adjust and figure out a way to win to me that shows he was invested to me it confirms what we said going in that he was going to give it his all and that's just not physically that's mentally as well he was mentally prepared to adjust and try to do something throw a little bit of a wrinkle in there a little bit of a wrench to see if maybe I could still win this thing because this is a lot more difficult than what we prepared for. Our training camp said, do this. And I can't do this. Physically, I can't get to him where I need to get to him. So this is a problem. What can I do? So he made the adjustment. He won some rounds. He gave Yusek some problems as far as you know. Yusek not being able to get his punches off. And like I said, in my opinion, I think he's far more comfortable when somebody presses him, far more comfortable boxing and using that footwork that Tony spoke about to set people up and run them into shots. It was funny because Tony basically tried to flip the switch. He tried to flip the script there and make Yusick come to him like everybody thought was going to happen with Tony going to Yusick. And, and he even said that. He goes, It wasn't my plan in training camp, but I had to adjust and this is what we ended up getting. So overall, I thought it was interesting because you saw some things from Usyk that you normally don't have to see. Most people come after him and you could see him thinking. You could see he was trying to fizzle, figure out the puzzle. They say he likes puzzles and stuff like that. When he's not fighting, I could see him thinking, trying to figure out. You know how do I change my tactics to get them? And it took a little bit of time. And when you're that big of a favorite, you know you've got what four four of the cruiserweight belts. You're you're talking about moving up and fighting AJ heavyweight. I mean. The the world is, you know, at your beck and call and everybody's calling you a pound for pound, right? We don't expect them to have any trouble at all. You just expect domination from the start and you knock the guy out and you ride off into the sunset. So that was interesting because he did have a little bit of difficulty there and he did have to use his intelligence to figure out a way to adjust to the new style that I guarantee you he did not train for. I don't think... Um, Tony trained to box, and I don't think Usyk trained to go forward. It's just not the way their styles are. It's not the way it usually plays out. It just so happens to be that Tony decided he had to switch it up, and that changed everything. So I don't really fault Usyk for having a little bit of trouble there for three or four rounds trying to figure him out because I'm sure it was a shock to the system and his team as well to go wait a minute now you got to be the aggressor because he's a technician man he likes to make sure that he's behind his punches properly and he's always looking for the counter as well so he could see that Tony was looking to do that to him he could see if he was throwing punches Tony was looking to counter off his punches so that's automatically going to make a counter puncher hesitant you've seen it before when you get two counter punchers in there and nobody he wants to lead well basically that's what happened early on in this fight is tony changed into a counter puncher and even though yusek was going forward naturally instinctively he likes to counter punch so there was some hesitation on his part to just go balls out and throw you know four or five six punch combinations and get caught and knocked out or even hurt so i think that's why you saw the fight develop the way it did early and then once he was able to make that adjustment Then you saw the skill come out. Then you saw why everybody is so impressed with him. Then you saw how he was able to catch and pitch some punches back. And then you saw Tony start to wear down. And then I think pretty much everybody realized, you know, the way the fight was going to end, how it was going to end, that Tony was going to end up getting stopped. Again, we were really close on that nine through twelve. I don't know if your guys' books offered that or not, but again, it was like a four four fifty uh, plus four fifty prop. We were really close to that. But overall, I think. I think it was a good performance on both sides. I know that might sound a little crazy with Tony losing by knockout, but I really think he was trying for greatness, and I can't fault him, up, fault him at all. I really do applaud his courage and, and trying to go for greatness because not a lot of people do that. And even if they do get the opportunity, not everybody goes for it, and he's went for it throughout his career. A lot of times he's an underdog, man. Like he even says, I'm not the most skilled fighter in the world. I just believe. I believe. And you could see last night, he still believed. Even when he was, you know, he was down and out, you could see after four or five, six, seven rounds, it was just, he was giving it all he had, man. You could see it on his face. Like he knew he was in trouble. You could see it. Like you could tell that he knew his body was not going to be able to go and that the writing was on the wall. I think he knew himself how it was going to end up, but he never quit. And I think you have to applaud that. That's it. For this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow baby. Fight Junkie out.